0: Welcome to the Pilgrim's Odyssey, your guide to life's wild ride. I'm your host, Silawan Green. Every day we share incredible stories and valuable lessons on life and faith. Thanks for tuning in and make sure to share this Odyssey with your friends and neighbors so all of us together can let our light shine. Welcome friends to another episode of the Pilgrim's Odyssey. I'm your host, Silawan, Great to be with you on this Tuesday. It's been a crazy week. Out in Las Vegas, Nevada, a much different place from when I was here last time. Old listeners of the Odyssey might remember a podcast I did from here last year when the city was desolate. It was like a ghost town. Everything was shut down, yet we still somehow managed to have some classes out here that I taught. Well, now it's a bustling metropolis again. Las Vegas is alive. On the way out here on the plane, I was listening to an audio book from uh, one of my favorite podcasters. He does it video-wise, Scott Adams, the creator of Dilbert. He's got a great book called Loser Think. Now, Loser Think, the idea behind it is that thinking is a skill that you can learn, and you can be really smart and be really successful and not be the best thinker sometimes. And you could be not so smart and learn to think. And it comes from being exposed to a lot of disciplines, ways of processing information, the way a lawyer might look at things, the way a scientist might look at things, the way an economist might look at things. And the more complete picture you have, the better able you are to avoid loser think. Now, one of the things he talks about that really stuck with me in Loser Think is that you can't read people's minds. You might think you can, but you can't. And there have been all kinds of studies done when people come to reading people's minds, what are their motivations for their actions or what they did? People aren't very good about it. And worse, it usually leads to ugly judgments to mistaken motivations and what you think people are doing. Now, my class out here in Vegas, law enforcement officers from all over the West, without me even mentioning loser think, one of them gave a great example of loser think and what he learned from it. One of the things I always do in these classes is I talk about how important it is. You learn from your mistakes and you see them as ways to move ahead in your life and so I'll ask him, hey, what's an example in your life where you messed up, but you learned from it and you came back stronger? So, one of the officers in the class, when it got to him, he talked about how before he was in law enforcement, he actually had a pretty long career 14 years as a school teacher. And he talked about a lesson he learned when he was a young school teacher. He was teaching 12 year olds. And beginning of the year, he's all motivated and he wants to set the tone and make sure they're getting their homework done. So he gave them a piece of paper that they had to have their parents sign when they had finished their homework to make sure their parents knew they were doing their homework and what was expected. And they had to bring it back the next day and it had to be signed saying, yep, Johnny did their homework last night, blah, blah, blah. Well, there's just one kid and like three days in a row didn't bring the paper back signed. And... He said, I got mad. I said, you got to bring this back. And the kid didn't do it. And he says, you know, it got to the point. I started, I got mad. I yelled at him. I was very strong. I'm like, what are you doing? I said, you're going to bring this back next time. You know, if you don't, you're going to get in trouble, all this. Well, eventually, as he's getting ready to come down on this kid and it's getting bad, the kid finally tells him why he's not bringing the paper back. And it wasn't because he was a bad student. And it wasn't because he was lazy. And it wasn't because he was defiant to him. It's because his parents weren't home. They left. They would left. Like to go on a trip partying or something. And this 12-year-old was home alone with his 8-year-old brother, getting them both ready for school, doing his homework. But he didn't have any parents there to sign the paper. And he said, I learned, you think you know what's going on in someone's life. You think you know what motivates them. You think you know why they did what they did, but you don't know. But you don't know. You can't read minds. That is why it is so important in life to avoid being a judgmental person. You want to make judgments, but you don't want to do it based on emotion. You don't want to do it based on just what you know. Life is not a court of law. You think you know what's motivating somebody and you don't. You don't know. You know, we're reminded in the book of Matthew, you hear this a lot, but do you really consider why, what it means and why it's said? What are we told? Do not judge or you too will be judged. For in the same way you judge others, you will be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Why do you look at the speck of sawdust in your brother's eye and pay no attention to the plank in your own eye? I think one of the reasons for that is because We judge people not knowing what we're talking about. We don't have the evidence. Okay, it's rumor, it's hearsay. And by the way, aren't the most judgmental people the scariest? The people that will damn your soul at the drop of a hat? How do you trust them? They think they know your soul. They think they know your mind. But they can't read minds much less know your soul. And and Scott Adams went on and on about this. And I think it's very important. You know, when you see something that you don't like, when you see something that makes you want to judge somebody, you got to stop. You got to remind yourself, I can't read their mind. I don't know everything in their life. I don't know what's informing what they're doing. You got to tell yourself, do I really have good evidence or do I just have hearsay? Or do I just have something I saw from across the street? Before you ever judge somebody, and I know there's times to judge. There's times to have an opinion and opinions a judgment. But before you do that, you got to make sure, have I listened? Have I asked questions? Have I had a conversation and talked to the person that I'm judging? Because if you're not, the only person that's being damned by your judgment is you. The only person that God is looking down and going, you might want to check yourself in the mirror is you. And it doesn't matter if it's from the perspective of a Christian or from the perspective of just a person, somebody like Scott Adams. Don't be a loser. Don't be ruled by emotion. Don't be ruled by hearsay. Don't be ruled by being too afraid to confront someone directly. And man, isn't that how our culture has become? I mean, people get off saying bad things about other people. There's a power in it. You know, there's a power that you can go on Facebook and you can say, so-and-so is this way, or I think this about Trump, or I think this way about Biden. You know, there's, there's a power there. And I, think, I think part of it, 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 it kind of plays to our basis instincts. You know, we, we want to believe that we're better than other people. We're more superior. You know, it makes you feel important when you're talking down to somebody. But you don't know them. You don't know what they're doing. Or you can make a judgment, but you better be doing it based on facts, based on listening, based on the best of what you know. Or you might make the same mistake as that cool school teacher. You might be damning the person who's a saint. You might be damning the wrong person. You might be damning the wrong thing. But if you act without asking questions... If you point fingers without looking in the mirror first, man, that's a scary place to be. And it really got me thinking about my old life because I think a lot of times, and I do it, you know, you, you get emotional about something. Like you see something you don't like or you see somebody that you don't like and and, 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 and you wanna make a judgment. And it, and, it, and it appeals to the worst of us, you know, our egos and that wanting to be right and they're wrong and I can blame them. And you need to step back. And if you think about it, most of the time we judge, there's no need to in that kind of way. You know, you got plenty of time to collect evidence. You got plenty of time to talk to people. You got plenty of time to say, I know this is the way that this appears, but I don't know their motivation. And that's a good way, by the way, that's one thing Scott Adams brings up is one good way to know if you're succumbing to that type of loser think is you go beyond judging or analyzing someone's actual words and actions you witness, and you start talking about their motivations. That the second you start judging someone on what you think their motivations are, you've entered a dangerous place because you don't know them. You don't know their lives. You don't know what's going on in their brain. So beware of mind reading, my friends. And I think the lesson that I learned from listening to that from Scott Adams, from hearing that example today from that police officer, the thing something that's reminded me of, slow down. Take time to come up with an opinion. Take time to make a judgment. Exhaust, exhaust your ability to find out more. Exhaust your ability to talk to the person you might be judging, to find out what their position is, to find out as much data as you can. And that if you can slow down and listen, and collect data, and not act out of emotion. You're a lot more likely to be able to do what the Bible tells us to do, which is be careful about judgment, because you're going to be judged too. And in the same way you judge others, it's going to come back at you. So if you're making judgments, and you're making decisions based on your ability to mind read, which you are not good at, then you're inviting the same thing to be done to you. And then lastly, I think this is why it's so important, and Scott Adams also talks about this, people that are just overly judgmental and critical of people and what their motivations are are always divisive people, always. They always leave division in their wake, always. They break up families, they break up churches, they break up companies, they're divisive Because they're wrong and they're hateful. That's what it leads to. It really does. Because you're allowing the worst of who you are to guide your thoughts and your opinions of others. Great book. I mean, really, if you got a minute, and and I like Loser Think because Scott Adams narrates it himself, and he's kind of interesting to listen to. Go take a listen to it. It'll really make you think hard about how you process information how you come up with opinions, how you judge and see other people totally made an impact on me. And I'm very grateful for the officer today that told me that story about how he had been a victim of that with that young man. So until next time, my friends, aim high. Do it with clear eyes, clear thinking. Spread your wings, not on emotion, but on truth. And keep your eyes on the things that matter. We are all human beings. Almost nobody's truly evil. Almost nobody's all good. All of us are on that road in between. And before you go judging your brother, you better know as much about them as you can. Or else, the only person who will be damned by your judgment will be you. So until next time, may you find, as always, peace.